Hello. Hi guys. Hey. Welcome to episode 13. Tracy. Tracy, 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 Tracy. Is it wait, isn't like 13 a superstitious number? I yeah. Like, yeah. So my birthday's August 13th oh. and um I've had two birthdays on Friday the 13th. I actually <gasps> love No, I actually love um that the super I don't believe well I believe in superstition but I think it's actually a lucky number mm. but that's because I ha- it's on my birthday so I have to think yeah. that but no it is a I never unlucky much. number quote there's never believe much in there but I have a black cat so oh me too I'm not still surviving me too and no but it's true a lot of hotels and like apartment buildings won't have a four thirteen yes. Interesting. It's a superstitious thing. My apartment building downtown had a floor thirteen, and yeah. I remember like when we first moved in, um, a few of us were like on the elevator together, mm-hmm. and then we're like, "This is weird. I haven't seen a floor thirteen in quite some time." Interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. think I ever noticed that. There was I got my first tattoo at a place called Lucky Thirteen. See. And every Friday the thirteenth, you could get like twenty dollar tattoos or whatever. I'm like, Ooh. they I mean, still do that. It had to be like a it. size mm-hmm. or whatever. I've always, no, but I, because, like, obviously it's my birthday. My grandpa used to say, like, 13's a lucky number. Like, you're you're special. You're lucky. Because mm. everybody's like, it's so, like, Friday 13th, like, stay inside. I'm like, no, nah, I'm outside. Like, like, we're outside. outside. <laughs> no, but it is. That's funny that you said that, yeah. Tracy. Yeah. Episode 13. Well, this will be a lucky episode. Yes, it will, ladies. Oh, my God, Should lucky. We... telling us about this wine that we're all kind of confused about. Oh, <laughs> yes. Okay. So, on this episode of Wine of the Week, yes. <laughs> we are trying a white wine. Um, it's called, it's either called or from the the Wonderful Wine Company. It's a vegan wine for anybody who is Can vegan. Can I ask a potentially stupid question? Go for it. You're going to ask why it has to be vegan? Yeah. Yeah. I always think about that, like things that are like, it'll be like blueberries and it's like gluten free. And I'm like, why the fuck would gluten be in a blueberry? Not, you know, I think it's true. An, I think it's an advertising and marketing technique. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. I don't think it's actual factual. Well, I mean, it is factual. It's factual, but like it shouldn't be there in the first place. They're just trying to like. There's lactose. They're just trying to finesse. It's a fruit. There's no lactose in a fruit. You know, I'm not reading this. But honestly, there might be because they put like pesticides and shit now. Maybe. I don't know. That's none of my business, but I'm here to support the vegans, I guess. I'm trying to figure out what's even in this wine. It's not even a. It doesn't tell us. Like, there's no notes. What's in it? It's given. So I don't know what makes it vegan. But it does have organic grapes. Okay. This is about a, a 12.4 alcohol percentage. Okay. It's not too shabby. So that's what we're trying out today, y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we came to this consensus. It might taste a little bit better cold. Yeah. It's not bad. It's it very summery. It tastes like water. Yeah, we uh we did our little thing. Jody like, opened the bottle and poured it. And Becca takes the first sip <laughs> and goes, this tastes like nothing. And I was like, good. <laughs> yep. Literally good. It would taste cold chilled. Or would taste good chilled. I, th- I think so, too. It yeah. does definitely gives me, yeah. like, sitting at the pool. Do you want to get some ice cubes? I can put some ice cubes. I kind of fuck with it. Okay. I kind of yeah, like... No, I, 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 I like it. I don't know, man. I just kind of think it's different. I'm scared it's going to sneak up, like, later, though, because it's so light. Yeah. But definitely, Very I light. think if you chill it up, mm-hmm. you sit at the pool, how many sunglasses. How many bottles of this Sunglasses? Um... I think I have one more bottle of this one. Okay, so we'll so have to chill it. Yeah, so we'll come back it. in like yeah. 61 weeks then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then you know. I'm so dead. 61 weeks. That's yeah. I, sh- I should count where we're at now. I'll count 
how many bottles I have left. Yeah, yeah. definitely have drank some since then. So, all right, we are definitely less than sixty-one. But that is what we are representing this week, ladies. Yep. All right. Does anyone want to talk about their week this week? If anyone has anything to say, I know. Kind of before this, talked about how like it was kind of a blur. I don't know. I'm trying to go through my calendar. Like, I what did I do this week? I feel like I spent a lot of time with family this week. Like, I went to dinner with my dad and my stepmom on Monday for, like, a delayed Mother's Day dinner. Yesterday, we had, like, a whole night of games, and it was super fun. And then after this, I'm going to get dinner with them, too. Family, family, family. Yes. I I think I did really good this week with the gym. Nice. So, kind of been... Yeah, you were in there every day, (laughs) bitch. Man. I skipped one day. Yeah, I skipped one day okay. at the gym, so I was very proud of that. Um, look at my calendar, though. Oh, I can't believe I forgot about this. I have a professional crush. Okay. This is one girl who works for the LA Rams. Mm-hmm. I'm obsessed with her. She is. She does my role, like mm-hmm. the analytics part of my role, but for the Rams, she kind of started. She actually started up their consumer insights team over there. She was like oh. the first person to be hired in her role. Very cool. And then she brought it up, and they are like a team of fourteen or something oh, ridiculous. Wow. Yes, compared to us three. Yeah. That's- <laughs> so they're a huge. They're a huge team. Um, within like five year span type mm-hmm. of thing, and. I, she presented at one of these data analytics committees mm-hmm. sometime when I first started, like probably within my first month, and she did this fan profiling presentation, and that is like my big project that I really want to do for the Cardinals, mm-hmm. and I was obsessed with it, I'm like, I gotta figure out how she did it, and since then, I have been LinkedIn messaging her, Instagram stalking her, yeah emailing her everything I can possibly think of and she refuses to get back to me so I went to the league <laughs> so I went to the league she said I'm trying to support you please <laughs> and I was like do you guys know her can you can you put her in touch with me yeah. <laughs> and they did so we finally had a meeting on the website and I nearly cried and she was just amazing she's just as amazing and so smart and I was so happy so I'm really excited because now I think I'm in a good place of knowing different steps I can't like where to start that's my big thing being new to the field and everything I don't sometimes I don't know where to start yeah I see the unvision but how do I start so that was my big thing I wanted to figure out and so she was really really helpful her name is Amber shout out to her shout out to Amber we love you she was super helpful and at least giving me like starting grounds and I was super I was I enjoyed that meeting so much so and she agreed to help out even more along the way and stuff like that so that's such good news yes Yes. I was very happy as like three weeks of me telling Bill every single day I get to talk to Amber (laughs) did um I'm just curious in the meeting was she like hey uh I've seen you message me 18 times (laughs) oh shit (laughs) she did not and I did not mention it (laughs) but I low-key in my head prior to I'm like do I tell her that I know her whole life story at this point? Like, yeah. I def- I'm sure you can tell that I was really excited. Yeah. Like, I might have been way too excited to have a conversation, so she probably thinks I'm weird because I definitely was very energized during yeah. this. But... But we uh, need more of that. Like, yes. being excited to talk to other women in the industry. Exactly. I that think is so it was great. That is amazing. Yeah, so when we go to the Rams game, I told her we're going to come. Nice. Yeah, we're she's going like, I will come and so say hi. Game. I was like, please do. <laughs> oh my god. So Just so you know, that. after she leaves, I might tear up a little bit. That's, that's okay. And as you should. Yep. yep. As you should. That is... <laughs> 
That is the cutest thing I've ever heard. I love that. Yes. Oh, Katie? Yeah. Yeah. My week was a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so our projector, our um, entertainment district obviously got rejected. Um, so I've had multiple um, like mental breakdowns in the span of a week, but I'm feeling a lot better now. Um, but yeah, it, it, it was just like really discouraging. And I don't like I've never really been in a scenario like that before mm-hmm. um and everybody like was just uncomfortable it was just it was I I felt like the whole office was going through a breakup at the same time mm-hmm. like it was very very uncomfortable um but then we had a great meeting and there our leadership team is honestly like really amazing and apparently after the decision <clears throat> was made and announced like so many uh, billionaires and companies and even different leagues, even different teams. I mean, I know the Cardinals um, sent their well wishes, but apparently a lot of people reached out and are helping or going to help us. So the plan is to still stay here and they're working through it. And I'm, I'm confident that it's going to happen. It took me a while to get here, but I am confident that it's going to happen. And I, I'm hopeful about it. But other than that, it, it kind of put things in perspective for me like I kind of was like holy shit I need to like enjoy where I'm at right now because I don't know what my life's gonna look like in a year mm-hmm. so I'm very thankful it, I had a really relaxing weekend and the rest of my week was really good um hung out with some co-workers and my kitten and <laughs> um but yeah I mean it was a very I think like this whole year my like intentions have been to like be where my feet are and like that was a huge reality check for me. Like, none of us know what our life's going to look like in a year. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I don't, like, I can't plan everything. And it was a very humbling moment for me. So, yeah, I'm, I'm very hopeful and I'm blessed to be able to, like, have my job and, like, work with people that are so passionate about staying in Arizona. It's a great place and, like, I think it will happen and I'm just hopeful for that and... Even if it doesn't, I'm just going to enjoy this next year. Yeah. Full speed. Live it up in Arizona. Yeah. I have to say, I know we initially, before starting this, we yeah. were like, oh, we're going to talk about one topic, but I think that's also kind of like an important, not important, but an interesting thing. Cause for me, like my first season being in sports now, almost first season, mm-hmm. and one of the things that was really interesting for me, I don't know, like, maybe prepare it in this direction, was kind of that job security and... Yeah. Um, the... Was um, turnover. The turnover rates and stuff like that. I think maybe a little bit more on the, like, hockey operations, football operations, like, maybe more, like, those type of players. Like, I remember coming in and, like, people I would see all the time and then one day they just disappear just like that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And then you're like, well, what happened? Like, I, in other places, I feel like I would always be more secure of, like, I'm not really going to get fired or I'm not going to leave until I decide to leave. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. now it's more like, well, you never know. If you have a management change, if you have a coaching change, mm-hmm. an ownership change, just how easily yeah. they can be like, well, we're going to bring in our people, so. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely something I've always struggled with. I have a really hard time accepting change with, like, people I'm close to. And, like, at ASU, um, when I first got there, there was a lot of turnover in the first couple of months. And, like, I did not know how to handle it. Because I forged 
really strong relationships mm-hmm. with a lot of people and like I took it so I take a lot of things personally and I'm working on that but I took it so personally and like it's something that I've kind of had to process because most of the time when people leave it's because they're they've gotten a better opportunity yeah. so I like try to think about it as a way like oh my god like they've always wanted to move back home and work for that team like they did it like yeah. it sucks and like you're happy for them but it's like damn like you spend I think I don't know where I heard this but like you spend the most time with your coworkers. oh yeah like, no, for sure. Definitely for like sure. it's so important to like have and feel safe in that environment and it's it's sad because like you see them move on but you're happy for them but also selfishly you're like damn and it's the same thing for yourself like it's it's hard to like it's hard to like think about that and that's what my dad was saying he was like you're so worried about a year from now but you like you're not even like oh god Jody dropped dropped her phone everything's fine he was like you're so worried about a year from now and you're not even going to enjoy like the year you have like what like don't do that to yourself like you don't even know what opportunities are coming your way one of the things I struggled with is for me I know know all the noises today (laughs) um I for me to like be a good employee and stuff because you're right I think we spend a lot more time with our coworkers than we would with our own families Mm -hmm. um or friends that's like outside of our jobs yeah and so knowing that for me like what makes me want to work harder for people is being like you said in an environment where I'm comfortable with but I'm one of those people that I tend to make friends with my coworkers, Mm -hmm. and then I work harder because I don't want to personal like personally I don't want to like upset them or or you know, put them in the wrong spot because now that kind of effect could affect both ways. Now I'm good at separating business and pleasure, mm-hmm. um, but I like my one of my best friends here in Arizona is Anthony. Mm-hmm. Like, well, we work together <laughs> all day. He sits right next to me, and then I will probably hang out on the weekend sometimes too. Um, and I'm really close with his girlfriend and his friends and stuff like that. And we've strong. I think our friendship has been able to. The bond that we have makes it really easy for us to work together mm-hmm. um, and makes us both want to do better in our jobs. And that's a, a type of relationship that's important to me that I am like, I've always been like. But I, and I'm like coming into here, you know, I come in with the same mentality, like, okay, we all work together. Like, I like to be friends and stuff like that. I mean, if we're not going to be friends, totally fine. But I prefer to, you know, I'm social. I prefer to be friends with people sometimes. And... I just, especially in football ops, because, like, the way that I, like, my staircase kind of is by by their offices, so I'll say hi and stuff like that, and sometimes, like, you know, we we can become cool, sometimes we don't, and just seeing, like, okay, one day you're here, one day you're not, Mm -hmm. and so, like, going through that, like, last season of, like, okay, you get to know people, you see them around and stuff like that, so you're like, hey, 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 and all of a sudden they just disappear, and then we, like, lost our coach, and then that when we lost our head coach, then we, everybody else gets away. Yeah. So now I'm in this place of I'm afraid to form those kind of bonds with people at work now because I don't know when they're going to leave. Yeah. Just how quickly, like, it could be one day you're here and the next day you're not. It's not like a lead time compared to, like, before. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to leave, but you have two weeks. So you have two weeks to process this. Yeah. <laughs> and now it's like, hey, how's it going? How's the family? And then the next day it's like, I don't see this person. Is yeah. he okay? Is he sick? Is she like, mm-hmm. did something happen to her? Like, it is interesting that it's very like, 
not only do people leave a lot, they leave really fast. So, like, as soon as there's an opportunity, like, the turnover time, like, mm-hmm. is so fast. Like, I remember my brother-in-law, he works for the Rams, and he, like, got the offer, had a house in Virginia, and then, like, accepted it and had to move to L.A. in a week. And, like, had to sell his house. Had to, like, my sister stayed back and dealt with all the finances and the house and everything. But, like, they had to uproot their life and travel across the entire country in the span of, like, five days. Yeah, and I, and I think that's what's cr- most crazy. I mean, obviously, like, this happens in every industry. But yeah. I think it's unique in this industry because everybody wants to work in it, right? Like, mm-hmm. there's so many positives to it, but at the same time, like, there's not that many opportunities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when there is an opportunity, you have mm-hmm. to take it. Yeah. And, like, that is, it is, like, you have to be, like, very selfish about yeah. it. And I think that's what's so hard. And I think I think it happens a lot faster. It does. I think it happens a lot. Like, yes, you know, there's a, a lot of industries have turnovers and stuff like that, and I've, I've gone through multiple jobs before I got here. How mm-hmm. have I ever been to something that's like just so, so quick yeah, of a, yeah. you go from A to B, it's more like, already right, go through the, op- the application process, you make a, you're like, okay, I'm going to move, I'm going to go to this new mm-hmm. job now. But then it's like, hey, you know, boss or whatever, I'm leaving, I'll make a new job, but I'm giving you guys a month. I'll be here for the next month to kind of help with transition. I'm yeah. giving you the next two weeks or whatever. Like, you have a little bit more freeway. And I definitely have crossed the country and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever done a, a five-day turnaround type yeah. of thing. It's like, on to the next. And I see that a lot in this industry. It's like you have two, five days to kind of, yes, I'm accepting, and now you're there at the next spot. And it's not even a... Okay, the I know sometimes you do like vacation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Between jobs. Oh yeah, I mean no. my my job I fully started in school. I I interviewed and I I interviewed and I got the job in the span of two days. Yeah. Like and then they're like, okay, <laughs> my first day was game day, which was mm-hmm. great. Like I do best when I'm thrown in, but like I all of a sudden I like got home and I was like, I'm a full time employee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Literally, like what just happened? And yeah. and that's the thing, like. It, I think it takes a certain person to just, like, accept that. Because it's a lot of stress. But, like I said, like, it doesn't come around often. Yeah, and if you want it, it, it it's almost exciting. You it know? is exciting, and you have to take advantage of it. Kind of like you said, Katie, like, I did the same thing. Mm-hmm. I started when I yeah, was still in school. And you had the, you should, and the internship. Yeah, so I had two jobs. Yeah. And I was like, well. <laughs> well, I guess <laughs> I'm outside. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I guess I'm working two jobs. Like, I, these are the opportunities that are yeah. given up to us. And, like kind of to your point earlier when you were talking about like everyone wants to work in the industry like that's also I think part of the reason why this happens because once you're in the industry people don't leave like Mm -hmm. they leave and maybe go to a different team but your manager might be in the same spot for 20 years because they're like okay I made it like they were working their butt off to try to get into the sports industry and find like their niche and whatever they wanted to do once they got it they did it and so now anytime there is something that comes available it's almost like in order to like go to the next step you might have to go to a different team Mm -hmm. because people just don't want to leave yeah it's it's really unique and it is like it's hard because you you don't work traditional hours so you make on traditional relationships like your coworkers are like especially if you're not from here like they become kind of your family like Mm -hmm. you form really close bonds with people and you look up to so many people your bosses like you have mentors it's like 
it is so unique and it is I will say I never had I've never had a job a full-time job outside of sports so I don't know if that's similar but like I don't it's just I remember in the beginning I had such a hard time I was like there's so much turnover and my mentor from Towson she was like you're gonna have to be okay with that yeah and I was like she's like you're gonna have to separate your feelings and I was like okay yeah, yeah that, that <laughs> like, was okay I definitely learned because it's not as there wasn't as much in my previous jobs outside of sports so it wasn't mm-hmm. as much turnovers mm-hmm. sure, yeah. going on and people just switching teams or just getting cuts mm-hmm. and these sort of stuff like cutting week like what the hell what yeah. what <laughs> I think I started like the week of cutting week yeah and I'm like wait a minute yeah. <laughs> can we just be dropping people like and what it's crazy because like that's the athletes right like yeah. most football players are getting cut like they've worked their whole life but, but like, like I it, even... you you would think it wouldn't affect you but like it does it's sad does. these men have worked so hard to get like to play in the NFL and then they just get cut and like it hurts your feelings I, I don't care what whole... anybody says your feelings are hurt and yeah. that's a whole week dedicated to that and for like brutal. again coming out of a non-sports environment I'm like what the hell is cutting me yeah. like, does this happen to everybody You're like am I good <laughs> Unless you work for like a really sucky ass company, company. Mm-hmm. outside of it is not as aggressive, I think, as yeah. it is yeah. here. Yeah. And so after going through my first season, and I, I mean, I still have a couple more things. I think I'm gonna go through my first training camp. I think mm-hmm. that's a big. My first OTA is my first training camp, and then when I started, I started a week before preseason. Okay. So I'm almost there. I like going through the whole year yeah. type of thing. Um. So, my thing for this year that I told myself is, well, I went through cutting week, I went through Black Monday, uh-huh. we ain't making no more friends. <laughs> because I take it no very friends. Friends. I mean, yeah. cool, like, to the flip side of that, it sucks. It Let's really, get some positivity. Some positivity. Yes. It sucks a lot, but, like, you have friends, you find out, like, you have friends in such weird places. Like, now, like... If someone gets cut and goes to the Dolphins, now I'm, yeah. like, friends with someone at the Dolphins. And so yeah. anytime I go to Miami, maybe I'm, like, hey, like, I get to see you and connect mm-hmm. with you. And, like, you tend to start having friends in, like, a bunch of cities and a yeah. bunch of different places. And maybe there's, like, I don't know, is there a team in, like, fucking, what's, like, a Nevada, I don't know. What's like a middle state that like doesn't North have Dakota? I met some guy at BSP who plays college football at North Dakota. Okay, like, but what? North Dakota. Like, <laughs> maybe there are some states that might not have an NFL team or something yeah. like that, so you don't have anyone there, but pretty much you got every state covered. That, yeah. that is true. I, I think even like we were talking about earlier about like, oh, we're going to go try to go to the Cardinals Rams game. Yeah. And But with schedule release that just dropped like what, two weeks ago now? Yeah. Last week or whatever, two weeks ago. Um, I wasn't even just looking at our team anymore. Yeah. I was also looking at, like, the Broncos and the, like, Patriots mm-hmm. and, like, the Raiders, like, a bunch of other teams, the Rams, stuff that I have also was able to form relationships with outside mm-hmm. of the Cardinals because now I'm like, well, now I get to go support my other friends yeah. and when we have away games, because I don't work away games, mm-hmm. I could go... If they're away, if they have a game that's like in Cali or in what's the state above us, Nevada. Yeah. Yeah. When you said Nevada, you threw me off. I'm, sorry. I'm like <laughs> yes. Nevada right there. I was trying to pull some stuff out. Nevada of is like not even a real place. It's just Vegas. It's the just whole Vegas. Place is Vegas. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that's why it was so hard. I was like, N- N- Nevada. I know. Like, Nevada is like not a real thing. The whole place is Vegas. Okay. <laughs> what else? There's lot. nothing. Oh no, the Grand Canyon touches it. 
Never mind. Well, the, yeah. I don't know anything about Nevada, so I can't even comment. I'm uh, sure it's a lovely place. I mean, actually, I go to Nevada a lot for like my human trafficking field work because yeah. Nevada is like the one state that does um, allow prostitution with if you mm-hmm. live in an area within a certain population. Yeah. Um. So I do know a little bit more about Nevada. That's why when you said Nevada, Middle America, I was like, I thought that's right above us. Here's the thing. <laughs> one thing about me, I can't tell you anything about geography. I cannot. Let me tell you something. When I was in fifth grade, I was on the school bus, and I was, <laughs> I was in this argument with this girl. I don't remember what it was. Of course. Like, of course, you know. And I was arguing with this, maybe, I don't know. And we were talking about France. And Candace, I'm so sorry. Please just disregard if you hear oh, this. Oh, no. I was like, and I was in fifth grade, and I think they were in, like, fourth or third grade. And so I was like... France is in South America, and I was like so <laughs> South America. Yeah. What? And I like. I was like, it's like right next to Brazil, and I was so de- like dedicated, steadfast. I said it with my whole chest, <laughs> and they were like, um, no, it's not. It's over in like Europe, and I was like, you're stupid. I'm in fifth grade. You're in third grade. I know more. And lo and behold, it's not in South America. <laughs> So, um, don't ever trust me with geography. Uh, now I learned. One I, thing about me, I can't Okay, but I'm on a road trip. Like, I'm never giving back Wait, up Wait, that's so no surprising. I, have, I bought, like, a physical... I have a physical GPS. Like, not my phone. Like, I have a GPS that I stick to the mirror. Or, like, the window shield. Because I need a GPS to get anywhere. Whew. That's so surprising to me. I'm bad at geography, too. But you're so good at directions around here. I'm good at directions, like... Here. If I'm going to places frequently. Like, I can tell you where the car is parked if we're at the mall. Like, I can be like, all right, I know exactly what par- parking lot we parked okay. in. Yeah. But anything bigger than, like, a city, I can't help you. Interesting. I I'm so directionally challenged. I don't, I'm, I literally just learned how to drive to work. I've been working there for two months. Yeah. Just learned. That's fair. <laughs> I'm, but I'm that's good. fine. <laughs> I'm good with directions. I hate GPS. Oh, I might not know where we're going, but like if I know, like I'll I'll get you to Vegas. We'll get okay, yeah. I'll get you to Nevada. It might be twenty eight <laughs> hours, but she'll get there. No, I it's go, like four hours. I might accidentally be in Mexico before we get there. We'll get there. Yeah, I know. I won't get you in Mexico first. I'll get you to Nevada. I know it's north, north of us. Okay, and it I'll is. drive us up fucking north. Okay. I'm not doing the south and north. So I'll drive us up north. Okay. Once we get a little closer to like, alrighty, we're we're north, we're we're hitting the time period. It's somewhere in this vicinity. Yeah, yeah. just look for the lights. Yeah, look around. <laughs> that sort of stuff. But to go back. Sorry. <laughs> but like you know, now like making friends, like you were saying, making friends across different teams. Mm-hmm. So when schedule release comes in, it's like now you can look at those teams, and yeah, I'll hit my friends up. I want to go to your game here. I want to hit up your game here, and that sort of stuff. Yeah. Like, cause now since everybody. Not everybody, but when you people leave us yeah. and they go to other teams or yeah. even yeah. my social media stalk you like I did with Amber. I hope she doesn't listen to this actually because it sounds so creepy now. I, but hope okay. <laughs> I hope she does listen to this. I'm sure she'd be flattered. It's prob- I was going to say, it's probably, <laughs> how old is she? Uh, she's the same age as me. I was going to oh, say, hey, she's probably, she's around my age. Everybody want, everybody, everybody has people in their career that they look up to and the goal is to be somebody that people look up to so I'm sure she's flattered okay yeah, yeah. and like especially since like we're all in it together you know like yeah. she's a woman like she's yes. yeah that's so no but that is so genuine <laughs> but yeah I mean it, it is like I would say like the best and worst part of the job is the turnover because you have connections that like can last a lifetime but it's also just like like at the end of the day 
you're thankful for, mm-hmm. like, the moments you have, and then the people that get to move on or go somewhere else, like, that's awesome. Like, that's, mm-hmm. it's life-changing stuff. Yeah. And, and I think that's something that, like, we forget. Like, right now in the news, it's like, oh, well, the Coyotes moved to Salt Lake City or, like, Atlanta or whatever, and everybody's talking about it, and it's just, like, that could change a lot of people's lives, for the better or yeah. couldn't, you know? Like, you really don't know, but it's like, well, come visit you, though, Katie. Guys, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But that's, and that's okay. Like, it's okay to be, it's okay to be unsure about, like, what it, like, what the future happens. But the good thing is there's so many opportunities, and the more you build your network of people, the more you'll meet even more amazing people like Amber. Like, that's mm-hmm. crazy. And, like, she'll remember you. Like, you, you. I hope so. She will. <laughs> and it's, and it's cool, and she probably feels very flattered, and, like, it means a lot that she took the time out of her day to meet with you. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. what it's all about. Yeah. Like, literally. Yeah. And it's not like you were like, oh, my God, I need a job. Like, you were just like, I want to learn how you did what you did. You started this. I want to be just like you. Like, how do I get there? She's probably like, this girl is so motivated. Mm-hmm. Okay. Kyla thought me I'm talking to you out. I'm so crazy. It's so true. Jody is fantastic. No, but it is. Like, and I think and I think that like there could be a scenario where like somebody would think that's creepy. Like people take right like yeah. conversations yeah, yeah, yeah. differently, but like that's not the case. And if she's as successful as you say she is, she's flattered by what just yeah. happened. And I because think, people, you're not probably the first person that said that to her. But I also think like it says something that she was saying she's willing to help you moving forward. It's not like she was mm-hmm. like, here's what I did, like, I'll send you the draft of what I did, do whatever you want. Like, yeah. she wants to continue that relationship. I hope so. You're, you're people, doing great, <laughs> people, people don't give, people don't offer a lending hand unless they truly, are you okay? Yeah. God, there's a lot going on. People don't offer a lending hand unless they, like, genuinely want to help. Because we're people are busy. Yeah, they're busy. But clearly, well, she's busy. And know. the amount of people that reach like out months. just for like a job or reach out just for whatever, like I'm sure she gets eighty bazillion LinkedIn messages or eighty bazillion emails That's or whatever. She ignores me. So it wasn't personal. She wasn't like oh. And that, and that goes I back. Just, that goes back to the beginning point. It's not personal. It's not personal. And it's not. My dad always says business is not personal because it's not. It's not. Like it literally is just about like doing what's right for you and like he always says like you cannot be selfish in business like you gotta get yeah. your bag and you gotta like level up and like it doesn't really matter what anybody thinks mm-hmm. as long as you're respectful mm-hmm. like people will continue to respect you and I think that's something that like I also struggled with it's like in previous jobs I feel like when people left jobs I'm using hypotheticals because you know but, like, when they left jobs, there were, are some people who, like, were frowned. Like, they frowned upon them versus lifting them up. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that's really cool about my current role at the Coyotes. Like, when I got hired on, my boss was like, what do you want to do? And I was just like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I was like, I love music. I love sports. I love them together. Ticket operations is a great way to get me there. I don't know where I want to go. And he was like well, like, the goal is to get you wherever you want to go, wherever that is, whatever it takes, like, we'll get you there. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't expect you to be my coordinator for the rest of your life. And, like, that is a lot of leaders would be happy with just keeping you there, you Mm -hmm. know? I would say that's probably, like, the one thing that I did, like, coming in here, I think also having a boss that's very similar and open. Like yeah, I, Bill? I, I can't wait to meet Bill. Oh, Bill's and great. I can't wait to meet Bill. <laughs> Bill is great. <laughs> and, but, like, I know, let's say, my other, like, outside, before I started working on the Bill and with the Cardinals and stuff, like, even being able to vocally be like, yeah, like, right now I'm in 
emails, mm-hmm. but like to vocally be able to say like, well, you know, I might be considering football ops or mm-hmm. player engagement or marketing or staying in analytics. Like the, just being able to vocally say that yeah. I have other interests that's outside of what I was hired to do. Mm-hmm. I don't think I could have done that before without like being like, oh, she's going to leave. So once she leaves, it's well, because she's going to leave, they treat me differently. Yeah, I do think... And, Sorry. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't feel like I get treated differently being able to vocally say, like, yeah, I'm doing emails and stuff right now. Yeah. But there is, I don't want, I don't know if I want to, I don't know yet if Mm -hmm. I want to stay in this specific thing. Like, I want to obviously move past being an analyst into a managerial, Mm -hmm. a director, I don't know, a GM, a CEO. Yeah, I'm just yeah. saying shit. Yeah. I, like, I might want to go down to football ops and help out with Charlie and Joe and football analytics. I might want to go help Josh and player engage. Like, just being able to, like, vocally say, like, I might want to do other things and not be looked down upon or treated differently. Just know that I'm still coming, even though I have other aspirations, I'm coming in, I'm still doing my job to the best of my ability because at the end of the day, I do like what I do and I... I love the analytics. I'm glad I got to play. I'm getting more involved into things that I want to do and stuff like that. But I like not being. And that's like that's a sign of a good leader and a good boss because a lot of people don't get that. Mm-hmm. A lot of people I feel like feel stuck in where they're at. Mm-hmm. And like this is an industry where I feel like a lot of people do get stuck because mm-hmm. like they don't. They love the industry. They don't want to move, but they're afraid to level up or they're afraid to like. You know, yeah. like you know, like that's a good. That's a good sign. I think I cut Becca off at one point, oh, sorry. No, I was just going to say, I think, like, even going past that, like, just talking about, like, being able to talk about that with, like, your boss or your peers, like, that's so important because it is, like, almost a sign of, like, disrespect or, like, you're burning a bridge with something if you're talking about wanting to do something other than exactly what you're currently doing. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like we've all lucked out that all of our leaders have like listened to us and been like oh what are you interested in let's find a way to get you there or let's maybe you're not interested in this part of the job so we'll have you know you doing something maybe you're more interested in like and I don't know if that's maybe normal for sports in general I don't know if that's just we've all lucked out in that Mm -hmm. area but it's nice that it's like you can have those conversations because I feel like a lot of people can't a lot of people can't go to their boss and say hey, I'm fine with what I'm doing right now, like, I'm completely content, I'm not going anywhere, but down the road, like, this isn't my end goal. I don't want to be a coordinator forever, I don't want to be in this exact role forever, and that's fine, and we should be able to talk about stuff like that. I will say, I I haven't felt comfortable having those conversations with bosses before until I came here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good sign. So, again, like you said, I don't know if it's a sports thing, I don't know if it's because I have an awesome director, Um, but all I can say, I am grateful (laughs) for the position I am. Mm -hmm. It is definitely very nice to be able to um, know, and I think that's what made working in sports feel like such a home to me, Mm -hmm. because now I know, like, I can grow, and it's not, like, a shame. It's not something that's going to be shamed yeah. upon or whatever. It's, like, I can grow. Yeah. And I know. And I, <laughs> and I think that, like, that may, maybe it's that way because there is so much turnover. Maybe, like, I mean, one of the things my boss always says to me is, like, I just want to make sure you're happy. I just want to make sure you're happy. Because mm-hmm. it's, like, because it's a lot. Like, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a big commitment to do it. And, like, it's one yeah. of those things where it's, like, be, because everybody wants to do it and there's so much turnover turnover creates opportunity opportunity creates turnover so it's like 
Yeah. It's all con- it's all connected, yeah. Yeah. so it's like it's important to be content and, and it's it's nice to have leaders like that. But I, I do know of some leaders and I've heard of people mm-hmm. who are not like that. And I've I've not personally experienced it, but I've oh secondhand I almost spilled my wine. Mm-hmm. I've secondhandly <laughs> experienced it when people have left jobs, they have been almost shunned from an organization. And it's really unfair because every time somebody is left they've found a role that makes them happier and that's what it's about. Yeah. See and oh sorry. Oh, no. Oh, God. I just lit a fuse. I know. Because that's actually one of my... When you you said that, I'm like, that's kind of a low-key fear of mine. Yeah. Yeah. Because of how small the sports industry is. And, like, I I can say, I, yes, work in the NFL, so I have friends across different teams. But then now, because just also... And that's a small little community itself. But then... Being in sports is a small community, so I have friends in the NBA, mm-hmm. NHL, <laughs> and like tennis now, mm-hmm. like other other um, other sports, and I just feel like everybody just knows each other. They so then also too that like fear of okay, if I was to ever leave, mm-hmm. it's like I feel like there's a fear of like am I shunned from the sports industry as a whole because it's like yes. that little gossip. It's like once once one thing goes down, it's not like just the Cardinals know. Yeah. It's like, all the organizations yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, that's a fear. True. And like and I, and I like kind of like to think of it like the people that are gonna shun you or like make you feel some type of way for like doing what's right for you, like you don't wanna be there. Yeah, like they don't deserve mm-hmm. to be in your life. Or like they don't deserve that's uh, really dramatic. They don't deserve to like make you feel that way. You know? Yeah, yeah. And it's easier said than done, but like there will be people and like not that this is happening, but like based on what I know of Bill, like, he would support you until the end. Like, and that's your boss, right? So, like, people that, like, are below him that might feel some type of way, like, let them feel how they feel. Like, whatever. Like, literally whatever. And I also think it, there's, like, two, because we've been talking about a lot, like, you leave because there's an opportunity, or you leave because maybe it's not, like, culture fit, whatever. But I also think, and we've talked about this before, like, it's hard, and a lot of people just leave. Like, a lot of people are just like, you know what? Sports ain't for me. And they just leave. Like, yeah. And that's okay, too. Like, it's okay if you are you leave and you don't stay with a team. Or you go mm-hmm. and work for Rolex, and now you're working for, you know, Equestrian and Wimbledon and all yeah. this other stuff. Or you just leave sports in general. And you just go, Cause sports, I don't know, do something else. Yeah, sport, I mean, sports is... Sports is difficult. Yeah, it, yeah. it definitely is a difficult pace of things. And, like, when we started this, the podcast and things, a lot of it, it takes a, a takes a toll. Yeah. <laughs> because it's such long hours at work, and then it definitely takes a toll on, like, personal life and mm-hmm. things. I think in my world, I'm, I feel grateful that I tend to be, like, a little bit more of a non-tradi- non-traditional when it comes to, like, my outside of life. Like, I was telling you guys before, out of, I left home when I was 18 mm-hmm. 27 now so looking at nine years and this week was the first time I've ever felt fam- like homesick yeah I am like the queen of long distance relationships yeah. <laughs> so like sometimes like my personal life and I think I'm in a good spot because the fact that I don't get to see my family I don't get to see a partner whenever I have a partner mm-hmm. um I might not be able to hang out with my friends as much doesn't take as much of a toll so like, the environment's okay for me that I don't think I would leave because of 
those the socks, like yeah, the, the, the yeah, obstacles yeah. that I would go because I'm just like I'll see you when and I, I see and you. I, yeah. Like I said, but I know people who certain, won't. It takes a certain person, and like it's an active choice, you know. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't. I feel like a lot of people don't, and even me. Like I've realized things since the last two months about myself because of the job mm-hmm. and like whatever. But I think it's interesting because like. If it's actively changing, you know what I mean? Like, and, and I really, I really do believe that, like, everybody's, everybody's in the right space at the right time for, like, a reason, like, whatever, like, everything happens for a reason, everything's connected, all that stuff, like, I genuinely believe all that, but it is, like, an active choice, and a lot of people, like, you know, they, like, get married, and they want to have kids, and, like, can you do it? I don't know, you know, like, that you, it changes, it changes things, Mm -hmm. but it is, like, uh, most of the people I've met in the industry, I will say like 90% are in it because mm-hmm. they love it and there's nothing else in the world they would rather do. And then you have the other 10% that like have external reasons, but like the 90% is the 90% that creates a brand new department at the Rams. The 90% is the person that starts as a cheerleader and now is in the business side. Yeah. I don't know her name, but like, yeah. Yes, shout out to her. Like, that happens. Like, that's a real thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it's crazy. It is really crazy. But it's sad, but it's amazing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, it's a unique industry. There's yeah. turnover. There's changes. But it's also, there's nothing else like it. No. It makes you feel warm and fuzzy. Yes. <laughs> warm and fuzzy. Warm and it fuzzy. It definitely does. It definitely does. Because I am, I will say, first time ever. I'm so excited for football season. Bitches, <laughs> me too, because I'm going to be in the stands. Like, I'm like, rowdy. I'm excited for hockey season. Yes. I, I keep, like, our draft party is June 28th. Let's go. Yes. But, like, honestly, yeah, you guys can, I think it's at Wild Horse Pass. But also, like, I don't, like, the schedule release, I think, comes out in July then. Mm-hmm. Isn't that typically how it works? You have draft and then mm-hmm. the schedule's, like, yeah, a couple yeah. weeks later. So, I don't know. So exciting. And I've never, like, like you guys said last episode of the episode before, like, I've never, like, waited for a schedule release. Uh-huh. And, like, this is, like, I'm yeah. very excited. Yeah. It's so funny. Yeah. It's so funny how, like, dates mean that much, you know? <laughs> dates definitely mean a lot. My parents are coming for um, the Giants game because my dad is a huge Giants fan. Like, nice. that's the only thing of football I ever knew yeah. was the Giants. My stepdad's a Giants fan. Okay, there we go. Aww. So then all the dads come together. So my dad and my mom are coming. <laughs> coming for that game, and I was telling my dad, it's the game's in September. Yeah. And I was like, I need your schedule. Like, when are you flying in and flying out? And he's like, Jody, it's May. Yeah. The game's in September. I'm like, I know. I need to know now because I need to schedule out. Like, do I got to go pick you up from the airport now that I have a car? Yeah. Do I need to drop you off? Like, is this stuff that has to go into the calendar now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we are calendar girlies. <laughs> I love my calendar. That's so funny. So. Love it. Okay. Well, we're at 43 minutes. Okay. So, on that, that, was, my first, that was my first ever volleyball number, 43. Oh. Because my sister's was 34. And at my club, they, like, if you had a sibling, they reversed the numbers. Interesting. That's mm-hmm. cool. What if you were like... I had like 27 numbers. Numbers don't really mean much. What to if me. you were number oh. like three? What would your sibling be? I think 30. That's what I was saying. Oh. I was like number four. I thought I was so clever with that. No, I mean 100% you were, but then if you had more than... Maybe you had more than one sister, I don't know what they would do. Yeah. Mm. Maybe 33? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I was always number four. I was always Food. number three. For volleyball and track and softball. Uh-huh. 
Number four. I was BC3. I was literally three. had so many numbers. 34, 43, 3, 2, 18, 10. And then I think at one point I was 11. I don't know. Nice. I, nice. I don't stay loyal but to But you know number. what you always are? 13. 13. Hey. Episode 13. Woo. Tracy. That was really clever. Thank you. Bye. Okay, bye. <laughs>